a new low in the MLB. There's a new mark for futility in Major League Baseball. Diamondbacks have set an all-time record. They've lost 23 consecutive road games. A 10-3 loss to the Giants for Arizona did it. Last week, manager Tori Lavolo was hopeful his team would turn things around. I have extremely high expectations of this group, and we are a good baseball team. And it's time to go out and play our type of baseball. Last night, he said the streak is nothing we're proud of. The team is currently on a 14-game overall losing streak and back home tonight to play the Dodgers. What the hell is that? This is the Stone on Air radio show. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. I never, ever, ever want to complain about a Friday. That's such a jerk thing to do. It's Friday, man. What's there to complain about? But it's also real life. (laughs) It's a little bit of a Monday on a Friday. But because it's Friday, I'm all good with it. I'm going to be fine. You're going to be fine. We're all going to be fine. I'll be a motivational speaker here for all of us. This is Nougat Radio 92.7. It is the flagship for the Stone on Air radio show, which is later downloaded as a podcast. If you would like to, it's stoneonair.com. My name is Brian. He is Keon, and uh, we're going to fight through this last couple of hours of uh, of this morning. But it is there is very much a Monday vibe on a Friday. Now I will get over that very quickly. I promise you, I will get over that very quickly. Uh, but so far, it's just been a, a bit of a drag. I have uh, my phone is my lifeline, just like it's yours, just like it's all of ours. Technology. It's a rhetorical question I've been asking for five to ten years. Is technology making us mentally ill? Well, it's not actually really that rhetorical. Yes! Yes, it is. We can't live without it. And my phone, I set like five alarms every day. And uh, for, for the morning, anyway. Sometimes I set others if I need to for whatever reason. But generally speaking, just for the morning. And... The point of no return alarm is around 940, something like that. I hit the second to last point of no return alarm this morning for the first time. So that would be about 915 it was the first time I woke up and I woke, I just jumped out of bed, like screaming, like, oh, my God, what day is it? Oh, my God, where am I supposed to be? Oh, my God, what's my where am I? What, what am I doing? And, uh, and I try to get in here about 9.15 every day, and, you know, give or take. There's no, you know, there's no guideline. There's no rule. I just, that's just generally speaking what I try to do. So I text Jen, uh, who runs a joint here at Nuka Radio 92.7. I said, I won't be late. 
but I won't be on time either. I'm going to be screaming in. And so that's what kind of what started the whole, the whole day. And so for this entire week, and I don't want to bore you for too long with, uh, with just my anecdotal life, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I don't really have a whole lot of super important information for you here in the first segment of the show. I'll lay out the show here in just a minute. So, um, I'm filling in for some uh, for some guys from across the state at my regular job that quite literally relies on me to correspond with people from two thirds of the state of Tennessee, basically all the way from from uh, Nashville to to Tri Cities, the companies, the warehouses that that we that are under the umbrella of the company I work for. I have to correspond with these people all day long. And it's tedious and it's boring and it's awful, but it's a fine job. It's it's totally cool. I only have to do it a few times a year, but it's it's getting me like in the house, like walking in the front door between ten and eleven o'clock every night this week, and then I have to figure out what the hell I'm going to do on this radio show for an hour, basically between. 11 and 12 and then i go to bed around one or one two i me and keon share the we don't share a lot of things in common but the sleep in stay up late kind of lifestyle that's that's kind of us so it's been it's been a struggle so i woke up and i didn't even hardly eat like dinner last night the uh the general manager of my day job uh bought a ordered pizza for me in the warehouse so we had you know dinner for the night because we were going to be there at 10 or 11 and I didn't really, I wasn't even, I didn't really even want it. I ate a piece, whatever. I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning. 5 a.m. Couldn't go back to sleep immediately. Look in the fridge. I'm out of water. Right now, we've been talking about this week. Sparkling water is my, my, my jam, my thing. I'm drinking tap water in my Yeti. Oh, God, it's so boring. Didn't have any tap water. I didn't have any sparkling water, nothing. I made a gin and tonic and ate Marco's pizza at 5 a.m. this morning. Quite literally, it's been, it's been a off kilter week. So I'm I'm getting back into the to the to the mix here. We got a radio show going. Later, it can be downloaded as a podcast, and it's gonna be it's gonna be tolerable. That's about as far. That's about the biggest guarantee that I can give you. Uh, coming up, in the second segment of the show, uh, Joey Scruggs. He's already in the building. He is the. Uh, Basis for the band uh, Good Grief. I, I'm not sure if they're uh, North Georgia or Tennessee specifically based, but they're local here. We'll find all that uh, all that out in the second segment of the show. The um, the the festival coming up, I, and it's all the way in September, so there's plenty of time to talk about it and uh, and and get uh, more familiar with the fest, uh, the Valley Vibes Fest. It's it's going to be the same weekend as Bonnaroo, which is unfortunate for me because as long as everything works out for me from my connections, I plan on being at Bonnaroo, but that's not guaranteed uh, in the world that I live in right now and the world that we all live in and the changing dynamics of everything from festivals to office life to daily life to uh, any kind of uh, public gatherings. Nothing is the same as it used to be. So I, I know that I'll go to Bonnaroo at least a day or two. I used to go to Bonnaroo for damn near a week for years. I would get there on Wednesday and leave on Monday. That's not a week, but it's pretty damn close to a week. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. So we'll see once September gets here. September, October, 
hell, really even the end of August, is going to be some of the most busiest, insanely uh, uh, just booked weekends that you've ever seen in your in, in your life because of of everything being pushed off for a year and a half. And all of a sudden now it's like, okay, now it's okay to schedule all these things. There's going to be football and baseball and festivals, local, regional, national. It's going to be every weekend you're going to have 10, I'm making up numbers, 5, 10, 20 opportunities to do something. Uh, it's going to be exhausting, but that's a good thing. We're, we're getting back to where we want to be, and we're going to have a lot of options starting in um, really in July and August, really now, but, but by July and August. So that's going to be fun. We'll talk to, uh, to Joey here for uh, the, the second segment of the show. And the final segment of the show, I have no damn idea. We'll figure it out as it goes along. So, uh, Wanderlinger is this weekend, the, uh, the music festival. I, uh, I talked about it at length yesterday. I won't spend much time on it now. Uh, but I, it starts today at four o'clock. Good friend of mine. I went to high school. Her son is, I don't remember the name of their band. Pardon me, but I just, again, my brain is barely functioning. Um, the, her son start, opens this festival today. That's how old I'm getting now. My a, a, a great friend of mine from high school, her son is the lead singer of the band that opens the Wanderlinger Festival today. Holy hell. I won't be there for that. I'll be at the regular job, but I will be there tomorrow on a, on a, a Saturday. And I, I'll talk to Joey about uh, this is the third or fourth year of the Valley Vibes. And, and I, one of the concerns that I had about the Wanderlinger Festival this weekend is it's a first-time event. And the challenges that come with that, and how that uh, how that mindset works when you try to put on an event, and especially after you've done it for two or three years, well, then you know now you're not a first time event, you're a third time event, you're a fourth time event, and uh, we'll we'll go from there in the second segment of the show. I got three pieces of audio for you here, real quick. Uh, Keanu, if we could do that, I know we're working uh, fast on our heels in and out the door, and 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 trying to keep it all together today. This is the. Um, I, I label it not sure what I think, Keon. I, I'm calling it the not sure what to think thing. This is somebody from TikTok. She's a young African-American woman. So I don't want to question her thoughts on the Juneteenth thing. But this this is goes opposite of everything I would have thought from yesterday after the uh, le- legislation was pushed through that, that the, the president signed making Juneteenth a national holiday. She wasn't feeling it. So this is the not-so-sure-what-to-think thing on 92.7 Nuga Radio. So they're making Juneteenth a national holiday, and something about that isn't sitting right in my black spirit. Like, it's just more performative activism. Like, first it was Black Lives Matter Avenue, then we got the weird, like, kente cloth kneeling thing that Congress did, and now they're trying to make Juneteenth a national holiday, despite the fact that they are banning critical race theory in schools and stripping voting rights away from black folk. But the part that gets me the most is that in making Juneteenth a national holiday, big corporations are going to get the day off. Like people who work in corporate offices are going to get the day off. But everybody else will probably still have to go to work. And you know what that means? That means that rich white people will still get the day off. They'll get Juneteenth off, but low income black people will still have to go to work. We just gave white folk another holiday to go out and do nothing and get drunk under the good 
black cause while still making black people do the labor that makes this country run on Juneteenth of all days. Just give us police reform. I, I, I can't say she's wrong. I can't, I can't say that that's a bad take, if you will. That, that some people are are thinking that to the to the degree of like they're making June Juneteenth a federal holiday, but like we all know they don't care. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna argue with that. I can't say she's wrong. I still think it's a great thing for the awareness for the rest of our of our lives and generationally. Can't say she's wrong, but it's the not so sure what to think thing. This is the worst idea. It's a labor lawyer talking about uh, your your employer is not your friend. This is why I say your employer is not your friend. It's not because I'm a pessimist and it's not because I hate employers. It's because you and your employer have a fundamental conflict of interest. Their goal is to get as much time and labor out of you for as little money as possible. Your goal is to get as much pay out of them for as little work as possible. It's a business transaction. And even if things go well for a while, there's always a chance it can go wrong. I could do a whole segment on that. I have done, and I will do again. I don't have the time to do it now. A lot of the way that there are regular labor and employee employer relations are way out of whack. Punch the clock, nine to five, blah, blah, blah. I don't have time for it right now. Let's uh, wrap up this segment here with the coolest thing. I don't even, I literally don't remember what it is. This is A's coolest thing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for today's coolest thing. Okay. Brought to you by Seaborn Commercial Refrigeration. Quick at keeping it cool. Say cool. So cool. So cool. So cool. So cool. Okay, so today's coolest thing is not really even that cool at all. It's just very relatable. It is Elon Musk on with Michael Che. And Colin Jost of the uh, Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live, a uh, handful of weeks, month, however long ago. Back, had to come up with something. This is today's coolest thing, brought to you by Seaborn Commercial Refrigeration. What is Dogecoin? Well, it actually started as a joke based on an internet meme, but now it's taken off in a very real way. Okay, but what is Dogecoin? Well, it was created in 2013 okay, and has a circulating supply of 117 billion coins. Of which 113 billion have already been mined. All right, cool. So what is Dogecoin? <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's a digital currency. Like, okay, for instance, this is a dollar, right? It's real. Say sorta. Yeah, sorta okay. real. Yeah. So what is Dogecoin? How come? Are you making any sense of this? Me? Well, I've, I've actually been reading a lot about it. Yeah, and. Uh, I'm trying to diversify my investment portfolio. Uh-huh. Uh, my question is, what is Dogecoin? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. It's a good question. Well, it's the future of currency. It's an unstoppable financial vehicle that's going to take over the world. I, I get that, but uh, what is it, man? I, I, the only reason I made that the coolest thing is I, I, Elon Musk was so odd on that show that uh, uh, months back or whatever it was. But it's the same thing I think every time. What is this? What is Bitcoin? What is Dogecoin? Oh, it's blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay, but what is it? It's blah, 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 blah. Okay, again, can we start over? What is it? Snooger Radio 92.7. Joey Scruggs from Good Grief. Local band will join us next. We will chat about the Valley Vibes Fest and other things. Hang tight.
92.7, the flagship for the Stone On Air radio show and podcast. Find the podcast later on at stoneonair.com. You don't have to go to stoneonair.com. If you already listen to the podcast anyway, wherever you download anything, go to that same place. But if that's not part of your normal, you know, daily routine... You can find some uh, links at stoneonair.com. This is the uh, Good Grief Band, more formally just known as Good Grief. Talk to a member of that band here in just a minute and why shortly. Song is called Drip. My name is Brian. He is Keon. We're here with you on a Friday. A little bit of a Monday-ish vibe, which I'm, I'm starting to get out of that. All right, I've, I'm, I've, I'm woken up a little bit. I don't drink caffeine or coffee or you know any of those kind of energy drinks or even Gatorade or anything like that. I need my carbonated water, and I'm out of it. And it was many years ago that, uh, uh, and, and Joe, we'll get right to you here in just a second. But um, David Letterman and his late show. He had like triple bypass surgery. I mean, I'm going back almost 20 years now, and uh, and he came back on air and uh, and this is when still when late night TV was relevant. You know, nobody cares about it anymore. I mean, you, know, you might like Jimmy Fallon, but you know, you don't watch. Nobody watches it. Nobody who matters watches it. And uh, I, I, it always stuck with me. If after his triple bypass heart surgery, he couldn't drink caffeine or coffee anymore. So he was drinking decaffeinated coffee, and he had this whole little segment of decaffeinated. It had this little song, and is it funny now? Probably not, but then it was decaffeinated coffee. It's worthless, warm brown water, and so they would do these little things: as decaffeinated coffee, it's worthless, warm brown water. And that's what I'm thinking about this crappy tap water. That's not my <laughs> sparkling water. It's, T- crappy tap water it's worthless wet uh, but still essential water anyway sorry I had to go a long way to get to the point that i i haven't had my damn Lacroix or perrier or bubbly or whatever so i'm still struggling a little bit uh joey scruggs what's going on man thanks for uh coming in and hanging out today hey thanks for having me uh your band good grief give me a snapshot of the band just where you where you guys are from what have you been doing you know Last well, couple of years, uh, well, and let's go pre. We'll we'll, do, we'll talk pandemic in a minute. Let's talk pre-pandemic. Okay, pre-pandemic, uh, I was just shortly in the band in that time, actually. But we all. Oh, so you're the new guy a little bit. Well, yeah, technically, technically, I yeah. guess you newest, know. and that's still you know two years or a year. Sure. Um, we're all from different parts of North Georgia. Like uh, Nate and Adam are from Dade County, and I'm from Walker. But and so we, you guys are a trio. Yeah. You're the bass player. Yeah. Uh, bass and guitar, and Adam is guitar and bass. And you guys rotate that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, there's a... Is that just to keep things fresh? Is that just to keep things uh, lively? Or do you just... I mean, you could say that. It's more like uh, just whatever mood the current song needs because we both have individual strong suits, and uh, I just honestly like playing bass for Adam anytime I can. Sure. So I try and force him on that guitar. Well, you've got kind of a, uh, a, it's not, it's not like un, totally unusual, but you don't see it as much today because you don't see a lot of rock, you know, rock and roll, punk rock, 
acts as much. Pop seems to have kind of taken over everything, but you've got the, the lead singer as the drummer. Yeah. yeah. That, you don't see that as much anymore. He's doing some cool stuff back there. Yeah. I don't know how he does it. I don't either. I, I was watching some of your videos. I was like, I mean, because I, I know how to play guitar. I, I've, I've played in garage bands in my life. Drums is an animal, man, to play those and sing. So that's the, you guys got kind of an interesting mix there. It's, it's very, it's neat because it comes off as almost just a, you know, jaw dropping when you see him playing these drum parts and he's just singing with it. I turn around live and look and like, I have to remind myself I'm playing because he's just going hard at it. Well, the reason uh, you're here today is we're going to be doing this uh, reoccurring uh, on, on maybe, maybe Fridays. I don't know. We're just kind of figuring out as we go. Uh, we've partnered with uh, the Valley vibes festival that, that you're playing at again this year for um, the third year. Yeah. This will be year number three. And this is the third year of the festival. Yeah. Do you or any of your members of your band or anybody with tentacles close to what you do are are you part of the uh, of the organizers of the of the festival or you just happen to be around and you're just well uh, been a part of it regularly? Meaning, and I got a reason for asking that based yeah. on your answer. Well, um, there's a there's a group of about five guys who make the decisions and run things and get things going, and then there's a larger group of people who are like the ground people who run and just get stuff done when it needs to be done. Sure. I guess I'm part of the ground people group. So it, it's a little bit more than just stand on stage and play your bass. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a big undertaking for, okay. for everyone involved. The reason I asked that is uh, Joey Scruggs from good grief here on uh, Nuga radio 92.7, Brian and Keon here with you on a Friday, finally Friday, even though it feels a little Monday ish. Um, this weekend is, um, and I don't mean to take away from what's going on later in the year, but we are still months away from September. The Wanderlinger Festival is this weekend, which is a uh, a bold, bold uh, idea and move to put a really amazingly good uh, local lineup together, very similar to what Valley Vibes has done. It's just they're just two different. I don't know what the best word is. They're two different animals. They're two different things. Yeah, it's two completely... One like, is in downtown Chattanooga at a brewery on the asphalt, and one is in, you know, North Georgia in, in a field. Doesn't mean one's better than the other. No, by no means. But uh, this they're a first-time event, and I'm I'm curious as it can be. It starts in like five hours from now, and I'll, I'll be there tomorrow just as a patron to see what it's all about. Talk to me about the the... the how difficult it is to put on an event for the first time, not the third time, the third time, the second time gets easier. The third time gets easier. The fifth, sixth, seventh, 10th, 20th, the first time. Talk to me about putting that on the first time and how nervous that could be or how uh, disastrously it could be. Now, uh, the first time I was lucky enough to actually just kind of be an observer. So you're just on the the outside Um, looking in. But I did get to see a little bit of the scramble that Nate and Adam had to go through. That first year was a bit of a doozy. And uh, we ended up having it in uh, the Dade County. There's a public park there. And we just had a nice day in the park. Uh, Was it a single day thing at that time? Yeah, it was just one day. I think, I can't remember off the top of my head how many bands. I think it was above 15. So that's the evolution of it. You went from one... You're now to three. Yeah, they've grown this thing 
I mean, exponentially. And, and when I say you, I don't mean you, you. I mean you, the oh, people yeah, you work with and all that. I don't want to take them to, uh, take away from anybody else in the work that they do. Yeah, I just help out a little. But um, sure, uh, those guys uh, in that first year, there were a lot of like sudden, you know, things they had to fix on the fly, and all that kind of stress associated with throwing a festival and having all these acts. And uh, I think actually the first year, even though it's difficult is is really essential for people because it gives them a chance to look at these things happening and like different problems that can arise and it gives you an ability to think quickly and level-headed get it done because you know how it's going to go we got you got to think about it too when when it comes to the to the biggest festivals in the world bonnaroo was a disaster its first year was it it was it was a total wreck now everybody had a great time so the revisionist history says, oh, my God, Bonnaroo was great. Woodstock, the 1969 Woodstock, was an utter disaster, a financial failure, a, uh, a, a public health menace potential disaster. But people look back on Woodstock as being a cultural amazing event. I'm just, I'm just trying to give you major festivals that people heard of. Monterey Pop. Hell, I bet if you talked about the first Glastonbury out in, uh, in, in you know, in, 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 in England, the first one is never goes well. Sometimes the second one doesn't as well. And so I, I, when I saw that you guys were on year three, I figured if you made it that far, then you, you probably figured out the kinks and you probably figured out, but you've moved it a few times and, and we got, you've got a new location yeah, it's, this uh... year. Bella Sarah Farms in Wildwood. It's a beautiful, beautiful Bella place. Bella Sarah, that's so sophisticated. So that's a, a wine-sounding country, right? It does sound like a vineyard a little bit. Yeah, I think Bella Sarah's French for, I don't know, something. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, man. They have, like, a lake and uh, all sorts of stuff. Like, it's a lot closer. Everything is going to be more tight-knit this year. It's not going to be as hard to find things as it was last year. There's going to be a lot more just... Were you at Synergy Cherokee Farms yet last year? Where, where were you last year? Yeah, we were at Cherokee Farms, which, which is a great is property, amazing venue, great property, um, beautiful. Like, you but there's can... a lot of great property in North Georgia. I bag on North Georgia all the time. I'm talking about the concrete, you know, uh, yeah. uh, areas, the concrete uh, 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 strip malls, the interstate the, towns, the interstate towns, the 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 bleach blondes, you know, the Marge Taylor, Tyler Green's area. The, but there's a lot of gorgeous country in North Georgia. Oh, man, that's sure. why I stay. Like, the views from Lookout and some of the nature spots, especially around the areas where we did the festival last year, there was Pigeon Mountain near there that was a wildlife place. And then this year you have all of Lookout, which is by it. It's just the views are incredible. So uh, this year's fest is um, going to be in September. The the same the same weekend as Bonnaroo. Um that's going to be, you know, I mean, what you're doing, what that major thing is doing, what that's going to also, that's Labor Day weekend. That's going to be a massive weekend for things to do while yeah. we're all trying to recover from all the things we haven't done for a year and a half. And uh, if you're cool to hang out for the rest of the hour, we'll do this for another segment too. If you're, if you're good with that, sure. I figured you weren't going to say, screw you, dude, I'm out of here. No, no, this is fun. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be a bit, uh, busy, busy weekend. Uh, was there any particular reason for that weekend or just that's when, um, that's when it, the availability was there? That's when the availability was. It just kind of fell in that weekend. Um, 
but it's working out pretty well. So Joey Scrubs is my guest from the band uh, Good Grief. We'll uh, wrap up the uh, show here in just a few minutes. I've guess got about a minute and a half where i got to finalize this segment. We'll talk about you've got a, a, a CD or an album. I always, you know, from my generation, CD release party, you know, album release party coming up. We'll get to that here in uh, just a few minutes. And I want to talk about where the state of uh, of trying to be in this crazy world of, of recording music and live music coming but pre-pandemic, during pandemic, and post-pandemic, what, what you uh, what you think about that. We'll get to all that here in just a, a couple of minutes. We'll wrap up this segment right now. Also, I I, I'll, I might dive into this a little bit. I want to get some of your thoughts and Keon, maybe yours as well. I, I've... This week's just been nuts. I was going to do, I had all these great ideas and then it just, they just fell apart. The future of music, the latest Rolling Stone, I thought would be a good, uh, a good jumping off point to, to have discussion points, except that it's like 50 pages long. And I was like falling asleep reading, reading it last night. So I don't know that I'll be able to get to that, uh, uh, or not, but this is Nuga Radio 92.7, the flagship for the Stone on Air radio show and podcast. I, the Stone on Air brand, if you will, five years ago was originally a local music talking point show. That's what it was all about, was 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 discussing local music. And then it, because of industry and real life things getting in the way, it changed. Uh, but so I can do this all day long if I need to, and I, I'm happy to do it. Uh, Joey Scruggs is my guest. We'll finish up the show coming up next. This is New Radio 92.7. I'm Brian, he's Keon, he's Joey, and we will be right back. Hang tight. Thursdays and Fridays from 10 until 11. Keon will hang out with you for the rest of the morning, starting in about 15 minutes from right now. This is Good Grief. North Georgia is where they uh, technically reside, but the tri-state area, local Chattanooga band. The Valley Vibes Festival coming up in September. We'll be doing this on a recurring basis, maybe every Friday until then. I don't know. I I just do what I'm told. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite Anchorman. Here, read this. It's not quite that. But sometimes it gets close to that. Uh, one thing I do want to mention before we get back into uh, Joey Scrubs, uh, is the, is Scruggs is the bass player from this band. We'll, we'll uh, get some of the uh, formatics out of the way here in just a minute. Uh, I do want to say one thing real quick, Keon, before you get into uh, your hour. I have been um, enthralled with this Hawks uh uh, Philly NBA second round uh, conference semifinals uh, uh, series with them winning the other night. We didn't talk about it yesterday at all, and I've been just so busy and let, working so late. I haven't seen a whole lot of it. The city of Atlanta is on fire. 
Almost like 1991 Brave style. Not quite. That's a not, whole nother, not quite. That's a whole other phenomenon. But give it some time. I mean, they are losing their minds. I listen to sports radio in Atlanta every single day, every single day in the afternoon. And they, if the Hawks are doing well, they'll talk about them for about 10 minutes out of four hours. They talk Hawks for three and a half hours yesterday. It's been wild. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that snapshot from you know Atlanta proper. Uh, I mean, I I, I listen to some uh, podcasted shows of of what's going on down there, and uh, the the thing is, this team's just got a lot of swagger to them, and it's and it's that's the city of Atlanta. Like the this team has that personality of that city, and and, and, and Atlanta loves NBA basketball. Yeah, this is the Hawks always suck. Yeah, you just wanted one team to actually be good and worth rooting for. Here they are. It's it's this is them. It's incredible, and uh, uh, God, tonight's uh, in Atlanta. The, I, I hope they can close it. The ultimate fail is going to be if they don't win the series, and then you move on from there. Well, I maybe, but this team is so young. You're well ahead of schedule already. Okay. I don't think anybody saw this There's coming at all. Two years ahead of schedule, and and, and Joey. So you know, Keon does a sports show after this. So I I, I wanted to rap with him about that for just a second, oh, Joey. That's cool. From the yeah. uh, local band, uh, Good Grief. But I, I, I was blown away. And then one of the hosts from the station I listened to is a Philly guy, and he got let go of COVID cut, and he's now back in back. Oops, sorry, back in Philadelphia working in radio. So they're having like a dueling, make fun of each other <laughs> thing. It's fan. It's it's incredible stuff. It's incredible stuff. So I'm really excited about it. It's making me forget that the Braves are awful. It's making me forget. You the just need one team in the whole city to do it. That's so, all. So it's, that's all. It, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Joey Scruggs, man, uh, we just got about uh, six, seven or eight minutes. We'll uh, get the pertinent details out of the way of the the Valley Vibe Festival here in just a minute. You got a low, uh, uh, not a full album release. We'll call it an EP, uh, using old school uh, terminology. Yeah. Uh, coming up at the the Dark Rose. You'll, I, Guess what? Would you say the old Stone Cup over there on the North Shore in downtown? Yeah, yeah, right there by Coolidge. That's going to be July 9th at nine p.m. We're releasing our uh, EP. I, I guess uh, Modern Love is that the name of it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if I was supposed to say it, but oh yeah, no, 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 love. no, no, no. You're good on, on all that. Um, uh, it was has, was that a production during? Pandemic times when you just had no nothing else to do except for record music, or is that is that on schedule with what you're planning on doing anyway? Actually, this one's more recent. Um, our last album, our last full length album, uh, Surreal Estate, was actually our our pandemic, you know, effort. I guess we just got together. And we're recording. That is an incredible name, Surreal Estate. It is really neat. I love that. That's the first thing that jumped off the page to me yesterday when I or whatever day it was when I was looking like. Every now and again, there's just like, you know, somebody puts together a creative name, uh, a creative mix of words. It's like, what? I'm not dumb. Why didn't I think of that? Surreal Estate. I like that. So that was the last record was uh, was Surreal Estate. And you've got this uh, EP, Modern Love, coming out on July 9th. Mm-hmm. What else is going on uh, between now and September? There's a lot of time uh, there. Uh, there's a lot of time. Uh, we have a few things booked out of town. We have uh, tonight. We're actually playing at Level Up Arcade and Billiards here. Okay, in I see that on my talking points. Oh, that's right down the road from me, or right down the road from where we're standing right now. Yeah, I'm excited to go try it out. I love it. I love a good. They arcade. do live music at that place. 
I suppose so. Well, the apparently, <laughs> apparently they are now. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see. And that's right next, literally, that's right next to the Amigos, right? Yeah, it's in that same little shopping center that like, yeah. the Food City's in. Okay, so that's another talking point I had here. The group is playing, and I, I, get it, forgive me, I, I've just been, I'm sleeping and working this entire week. And then I was on vacation for uh, nine days, which I never do. So, like, I'm way out of my normal uh, routine. The talking point is the group is playing the first ever show at Level Up Arcade and Billiards on Friday, June 18th. That's today. Okay, didn't get that far <laughs> down. Nine o'clock. And it's free. Free is always for me. And I did look at that. And I mean, just so we can all see, I did put little lines. I was going through all this. <laughs> I didn't connect the dots that was right down the road and the first ever show at this place. I don't even, what, what do you even expect out of a place like that? Ah, uh, fun. Well, uh, fun, well, fun for sure. It's an arcade. Like, like it, worst, worst case scenario, you're already in an arcade. Yeah, yeah go play right, some video games. Right. <laughs> it, it seriously can't go wrong. Like, no. What do you do? Go play pool or an arcade game? Yeah, there, there's a lot of options there. Did I mention it's free? I if I didn't you'd have now so free is zero dollars and I'll take a zero dollar situation every time I can get it. So if anybody wants to come play some pool, you know where to find me. You see today's again today's Friday. Hell again you're a, you're a half a mile from where I live. I mean, maybe I'll see you again later tonight. I don't know. Uh, that that that's very cool. So um, as we wrap things up here. What are, what have the struggles been? As you guys are a, a not a, br- a brand new band, but you're not you know you have you're not seasoned for a, you know a half decade or so, and, and the only reason I, I I ask that is this 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 long winded the future of music from Rolling Stone magazine, which I'm still you know put the magazine in your hand kind of guy, is this long, very uh, comprehensive talk about you know the future of music and 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 where's the next Spotify. Like Spotify will eventually will not be the only thing. Like there's so many different ways to distribute music and so many different ways to consume it and so many different ways to uh, to monetize it. But it's almost opening up an ocean that is so wide and vast that you, you're, you're lost before you even get there. To me personally, it's overwhelming. It's like I bet it is. There's so many in... I, I like hopped into making music and recording music at the time where it changed like spot on pretty much to handing it out to distributors, going to streaming platforms, things like that. And it's, uh, I mean, do you ever feel like it's in. just like, it's just not possible like to, oh, to, to go anywhere further than what, what you do just, you know, you know, North Georgia on the farm kind of thing. That's the beautiful thing is like when you have the power to hand your own materials, material to the distributor, like it opens up everything because you're responsible for your success at that point. Well, you can be your own distributor too. Exactly. You, you can, can do be anything you, you want. Except for it's such a large it's such a large playing pool area. Yeah. That almost I get back to thinking that maybe having the record company on your side which once upon a time you thought they were they were ruining artists. Yeah. You know, not not paying them the fair amount and 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 owning their rights and all this stuff like, oh, they're screwing us. If only we could do it on our own. Okay, well now you can. Yeah. And everybody I can. I can start a band tomorrow and try to That's the beauty of it. And the 
It just made it inclusive. Like yeah. everyone's allowed now. It's it's super everybody's awesome. allowed. But and and, and I come from uh, uh, you know in and out of radio here and these kinds of things and doing you know podcast stuff, which falls. You know, every jerk has a podcast now. Hey, oh, hey, I got a podcast. Well, big deal. Same kind of d- delivery and distribution system. Nobody, nobody cares. Oh yeah, because you guys go through like podcasts and stuff, and go through Spotify too and stuff, yeah, right? All that same same kind of distribution, and it it does get to feel like everybody's doing this. Everybody's got a crappy band. I say crappy and dumb all the time when I don't really mean it. Everybody's got a dumb podcast. Everybody's got a, a, a three-piece band out of North Georgia. When you don't have the older traditional ways of distribution, it feels almost like you're you're lost. I mean, I, I'm, 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 that's just kind of what I feel about it. But you feel like it's more of an opportunity because it, it can be. It certainly mm-hmm. can be. As long as you take a truly unique approach and you truly like devote yourself and personally, I think it's the live show where it really comes. Well, that's in. where all the money's made now. Is the yeah. live show, and that's you got to play. You got to be rela- relentlessly live, and that is where the fun is. Yeah, it's it's a different beast on the stage. Like you get different versions of the same band. We got literally sixty seconds to wrap up the show. This is uh, a good grief on the way out here. It's New Radio ninety two point seven. Brian and Keon, he'll hang out with you for the rest of the hour. I'm going to go on and have a weekend. Uh, Joey Scruggs from Good Grief, really fast, thirty seconds. Got the Valley Vibe coming up. Uh, in September, you got your show tonight at the uh, at the Level Up Arcade CD release in July 9th. Mm-hmm. We're hitting. What up. else do you want people to know? Thirty. We're seconds. hitting Birmingham, Nashville. We're gonna try and hit Atlanta. Try and go further north, further south. Trying to get everywhere so people can hear us. So hopefully we'll be in everybody's part of town soon. All right, keep it up, man. Good work and uh, stay positive. Don't listen to my negative. It'll never work. You'll never make it. I didn't mean to sound like that if I did. <laughs> My name is Brian, he's Keon, he's Joey. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, and this show is over. Have a great weekend. See you later, bye.